Hello and welcome to Beneath the Staircase. We are your beguiling hosts, Kelly. Hey, and I'm Kelly too. <laughs> Two crazy ladies who love nothing more than to talk ghosts and everything paranormal. Join us, won't you? And now for the paranormal news. Today's paranormal news comes from Fort Duchesne, Utah, where the Skinwalker Ranch is making headlines. Reports persist of UFOs, crop circles, cattle mutilation, and shape-shifting creatures impervious to bullets. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Some have called it a supernatural place. Others have deemed it cursed. Terry Sherman got so spooked by the happenings on his new cattle ranch that 18 months after moving his family of four to the property, now known by many as Skinwalker Ranch, he sold the 512-acre parcel away. He and his wife, Gwen, shared their chilling experiences with a local reporter. They They have seen mysterious crop circles... UFOs, and the systematic and repeated mutilation of their cattle in an oddly surgical and bloodless manner. Mm. Odd objects have been spotted overhead since the first European explorers arrived in 1776. Franciscan missionary Silvestri Velez de Escalante wrote about (laughs) strange fireballs appearing over his campfire in El Rey. But not everything the Shermans saw on their ranch was skyborne. They also claimed to see mysterious large animals, most notably a wolf three times the size of a normal wolf that Terry shot at close range multiple times with a rifle, to seemingly no effect. This article is a very interesting read, and we will have it posted for those looking to further their investigation on the website. So this week, um, we are looking into cryptids, and there's so many different kinds of cryptids to investigate, Um, but I'm going to start off with aquatic or water cryptids. And let me start off by saying deep water has always freaked me out. Mm -hmm. Sharks, black holes, and they do exist in the ocean, shipwrecks, dead people, and maybe worst of all, (laughs) the unknown. Cue scary music. So water covers up to 70% of the Earth's surface, and that's a lot. How could we ever know what lurks beneath the entire surface? We we just can't. Mm-hmm. And new species are being discovered every single day. And I kid you not, today I turned on the TV, and one of the headlines this morning or topics of the news was um, new walking shark discovered off the coast of Australia. Why is it walking? <laughs> it has little tiny feet. Oh it's very cute. Oh, my God. But the timing couldn't have been more perfect for my topic today. So who's to say the following creatures I'm going to tell you about will not have their day soon on the news too. So we've all heard of Scotland's Loch Ness Monster, right? But until recently, I didn't know that there are lake monsters much closer to home for me, Canada. And Canada has a huge number of lakes. So when you think about it, it isn't a surprise that within many of these lakes, there could be something lurking beneath the surface. Let's begin with the monster who lives in Lake Okanagan, which is located in the province of British Columbia. And the name of this monster, kind of cute, is Ogopogo. Aww. So cute. (laughs) (laughs) The origins of the Ogopogo can be traced back to native folklore. And the monster went by the name of, uh, I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce this right, Nahitk, which means lake demon. And the natives would offer make offerings to the lake demon if they needed to pass through the waters in their canoes. And there have been many reports and sightings over the last um, couple hundreds of years. Um, The province of Manitoba also has a lake monster of their own, and they kind of copied the name. 
um, by calling theirs Manipogo. And people consistently report seeing a long serpentine beast around 15 meters, black body, and one or more humps that appear as it moves across the water. And the Manipogo is rumored to let out a, in, in quotes, prehistoric shriek or cry. Now, I don't know what that would sound like, but I don't know. What do you think, Kelly? Mm, I'm thinking it sounding <laughs> sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Now, while the lakes are deep, we also look to the oceans where many undiscovered creatures may be living. But one of the most interesting ones that I came across was that of, again, the name I may butcher, the Ninjin or Ningen, which translates to human in Japanese. Have you heard of this one? I have not. Okay. So I'll go with Ninjin as uh, the way I'll say it. Um, Calls the waters of Antarctica home. Though roughly human in shape, the Ninjin is nowhere human in size. It's 20 to 30 meters long. The, cre- the oh. creature's pale, if not white, smooth, and can be identified by a head and arm-like limbs. Some even claim it has hands. The face can be made out by two eyes and a mouth, but no further features can be seen on the head. Some witnesses claim that the Ninjin does not possess legs as a human would, but rather a tail similar to that of a mermaid, I guess. Ooh. And yeah, it's, it's very interesting. But there also have been some conflicting reports saying that the ninja possesses hind legs that allow it to walk on land. And I mean, that would be huge. <laughs> 20 to 30 meet, meter, you know, tall, white. Mm. There's a tall beast. guy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not so sure about that one. Mm. Most sightings of ninja are at night and in very frigid, cold Arctic waters. The legend began when a government whale uh, research vessel detected a large object approaching their ship. So the crew assumed it was a submarine, a forward one, and when they went on the deck to check it out for themselves, they were shocked to see a massive creature floating nearby that was just beneath the surface. And there are many reports that there were photos and videos of the creature taken that day, but there is a huge belief that the government is trying to cover up these sightings in the same way people believe that the government trying to cover up those aliens. Mm-hmm. So um, so many believe in this that they say that if you were to Google an image of the ninja, that they're very obvious, you know, um, drawn or hoaxed pictures. Hoax, is that a word? Hoaxes? Ho- hoax. To throw you off believing that it actually exists. So what do you think, Kelly? Do you think these prehistoric and massive beasts have somehow remained a mystery due to their remote locations or undesirable locations? Um, I think that's possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure about the mermaid tail, but, or yeah. know, the legs. <laughs> I think the mermaid tail makes it sound fancy. But the fact that it's in the Arctic, Arctic and people aren't really out there, no. I think there's definitely something could be out there. There are so many unexplored parts of the water and ocean. So there's, I don't know, there's really no way of knowing. There's no way. <laughs> that sounded very Willy Wonka. <laughs> Let's talk about the chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Mm. The chupacabra or chupacabras literally translates to goat sucker. You goat sucker. <laughs> Would you call me? <laughs> um, according to biologists and wildlife management officials, the chupacabra is an urban legend, but eyewitness sightings have been claimed in Chile. North America, and even Russia and the Philippines. Although the very first sighting was reported in 1995 in Puerto Rico. Mm. In March of 1995, a woman by the name of Madeline Tolentino in a small town called... 
Canovanas reported an attack on more than 150 farm animals, which left locals, local officials dumbfounded. These animals were found to be drained of blood with puncture wounds on the neck. No meat was taken from the animals' bodies. She claims to have spotted a scary alien-like creature out of her window. The situation in Puerto Rico became so intense that the mayor, Jose Soto, recruited volunteers to hunt the creature weekly for nearly a year with no success. Details vary, but the most common description of the chupacabra is that of a reptile-like creature, which is said to have leathery or scaly greenish-gray skin, red glowing Mm -hmm. eyes, and sharp spines or quills running down its back. It is said to be approximately three to four feet high and stands and hops in a fashion similar to that of a kangaroo. Kind of sounds like my son. (laughs) (laughs) Some people believe the chupacabra to be the product of a top-secret U.S. government genetics experiment in the rainforest of Puerto Rico. Others suggest that it is an extraterrestrial being brought to Earth on spaceships, and a small group of others purport that the mysterious creature is part of some sinister biological warfare program or even the embodiment of God's wrath. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Wow. That government, though. Everywhere. That, yeah. They're in on it. Now, we also have the Mothman. Have you heard of Mothman? I have, but I'm excited to learn more about okay. him. Okay. Here we go. On November 12th, 1966, five men in a cemetery preparing a grave for burial claimed to have seen something they couldn't explain. Lifting off from the nearby trees was a winged creature. The men held to their claim that what lifted off beyond the trees into the air was not a bird, but humanoid. Only three days later, the Mothman was reportedly seen by two couples seated in a car in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. The eyewitness noticed a gray-winged creature about six or seven feet tall standing before them. The creature allegedly chased their moving vehicle to the outskirts of town in the air and then disappeared into a nearby field. The Gettysburg Times reported eight additional sightings in the days following the first reports. Over the next year, more and more sightings were recorded in the Point Pleasant area, fueling the fire as the legend of the Mothman started taking shape. Some believe the Mothman to be a bad omen, only appearing when catastrophe is about to strike. There have been many claims the winged red-eyed creature was seen right before the Point Pleasant Silver Bridge collapsed in 1967, which resulted in the tragic deaths of 46 people. Many similar cryptids and creatures have been seen worldwide. The sightings are similar to Mothman in many ways, including the fact that most of them seem to be heralds of impending disasters. Some of the places Mothman or its fellows have visited include a mine in Freiburg, Germany, where a Mothman-like creature scared miners away shortly before a collapse. Another Mm. notable visit was to the nuclear plant of Chernobyl, where a creature haunted the facilities for a while before the famous nuclear meltdown. A book was written in 1975 by John A. Keel, which was made into a film starring Richard Gere in 2002 called The Mothman Prophecies. Do you remember this one? I actually did not see it, but I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, you should check it out. Okay. Okay. So if you plan on visiting Point Pleasant, check out The Mothman Museum, where you will find press clippings, documents, memorabilia, and yes, 
a 12-foot-tall chrome-polished statue complete with massive steel wings and ruby-red eyes. Wow. Every September, a festival commemorating the Mothman's visits attracts locals and tourists alike. Want to be my date, Kel? I'll go with you. Okay, good. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get into the twat now. <laughs> Let's do this. Okay, so today's tweet is by Robin Wilder, which is at Orbyn, O-R-B-Y-N, and she's a writer from hmm. the UK. And she put a tweet out that says, hey, Twitter, what's the I don't believe in ghosts, but story from your life? Ooh. All right, so I selected just a couple, but this is a really interesting thread to go through. Um, people shared their stories, um, and I picked just a few little ones for us today. Okay. And here's the first one. My mom works in a hospital. She told me that one of the doctors was walking through the corridors and came across a woman who said there was someone having a heart attack nearby and needed his help. When he got there, it was the woman he'd been talking to. He was certainly shaken by it and couldn't get his head around it. They checked the CCTV and saw him talking, but there was nobody else there. <gasps> what? My sister, here's the next one. My sister was driving along the M66 in Lancashire late at night. She looked in the rearview mirror and saw herself sitting in the back seat in different clothes, staring back, looked away, looked back, still there. And she was there for about 30 seconds. Uh, what? How freaky would that be? I would just pee my pants and yeah. run off the road. I'm thinking of, um, is it House on Haunted Hill? Similar thing? Ooh, Do you know what I'm talking about? Ooh, yeah. Haunt the Haunting of Hill House? Yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. And the last one, but there's tons. You have to go check this out for yourself. Um, on my way to the first day of primary school in 1984, my dad opened our front gate for me and my mom but he died in 1979. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a, it's a cute one. What a twist. Yeah. What a twist. Oh, that's good. Okay. So yeah, those will be up on the website. Exactly. You can check it out for yourself. Cool beans. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about this episode or any episode you've heard, please go to anchor.fm slash beneath the staircase and leave us a voice message. You may be featured on one of our future episodes. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we have. Please join us next week when we discuss more spooky tales of the paranormal. We'll see you beneath the staircase. <laughs>